Welcome to the Student Sessions, the unedited podcast for students and graduates that tells it like it is and addresses the issues that are important to you today and every day. Brought to you by Greher Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Hi, welcome to the Student Sessions with me, Tonya. Today I'm joined by Sonia. Sonia is a UI UX designer who finds herself where technology, business and psychology meet. She graduated with a computer science degree from the University of Hull in 2019. Her day-to-day involves working with a variety of clients creating products that solve their needs. From apps to websites, she works to understand what stakeholders want and who their users are in order to create bespoke, impactful and stunning solutions. Sonia is the Women in STEM community lead for Exuntus. Hi Sonia, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, thanks for joining us today and welcome to the student sessions. Thank you for having me, I'm so excited. <laughs> Is this your first podcast, Sonia? Yeah, <laughs> so I'm a little nervous. but <laughs> Don't be nervous, it'll be the first of many, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so let's start by hearing a little bit about you then, Sonia, and your journey to university. Okay, cool. So um, my name is Sonia and I'm currently a UX designer but before all of this, before all of uni, I was always interested in STEM and sciences but not necessarily the tech side of it. So um, in secondary school I went to like an all-girls grammar school so it didn't really register to me that STEM was such a male-dominated field but I've just always been into sciences and maths and that's been like my forte. So going through that in sixth form I decided I wanted to do biology um, maths and ICT and actually go into biomedical sciences because my family is quite medical and that's kind of the inspiration from there so then long story short I kind of got into computer science after I kind of realized that there's a whole different side of it that connects my my love for computers so that's how I entered the computer science field. Okay so you studied technology at university didn't you? Yep I did IT. You did I see? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of what at what point between I guess studying at school and going to university did you make the decision to study IT? So kind of what was the 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 thing for you? Because it sounds like you were veering down the medical route. So what kind of what what happened? I think I realized that biology, as much as I, I do enjoy sciences and and studying them, it wasn't my passion compared to computers, compared to ICT, compared to learning about different tech um, advancements. So it was really, really late into like my final year of sixth form. So in literally in year 13, like halfway through, I was like, okay, mom, dad, <laughs> sorry, but I want to go and do this. And they're like, okay, cool. Um, do you know what you're going to get out of it? Do you know where you're going to go? And honestly, I didn't, but I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know where I'm going. Um, so that's just how that switch happened. So literally after results day, I just um, applied to clearing for different computer science courses because all of my UCAS stuff was, was biomed. So then I got into the University of Hull and I'm here now. Okay. Well, I got here now. Brilliant. So we've had an episode earlier this week where I spoke to Bernard, Ola and Andre, who are also from the University of Hull, who did computer science and who you currently run a business with. And we'll talk a bit about that business later. And they spoke very much about careers in tech and diversity in tech. 
today the focus is more around being a female within STEM and STEM is a phrase that we hear quite often. So Sonia, just for the benefit of our listeners, what do we mean by STEM? Yeah, so STEM just refers to anything related to science, technology, engineering and maths and there's so many different roles within that, so many different types of, of industries and many industries in, in that in itself. It's such a broad spectrum, but the gist of it is just that science, technology, engineering and maths, anything related to that is STEM. So tell us a little bit about what you do on a daily basis. So what your role entails. Sure. So um, there's a big misconception within like the tech industry that every job is a coding job or a software engineer or you're a hacker or something like that. But there are so many different roles out there that don't require code. And currently I'm a UX designer. So after uni, I actually discovered the role and I was like, oh, I really enjoy it because it um, it combines so many things I'm really passionate about. So design and creativity and, and also the like the psychological psychological side of it. So mm-hmm. you know thinking about users and why they do this and how what makes a product really um really addictive and there's just so much within that and then that's what I currently do on a day-to-day basis and building sites or apps for clients and making sure that I can encompass the UX process within that. Great. So it sounds like it's really, really varied. It's not kind of the same thing every day. No. <laughs> It's very, very much a different, different day, different, different challenge, but I'm learning so much and yeah. it's really grateful to be in that role. Great. And, you know, you said there that obviously there is quite a bit of a, sometimes there's a bit of a stereotype around the sorts of tech roles that people think only exist, but actually mm-hmm. technology sector in particular, there's, you know, massive growth within that and across industries as well. Right. Yep. Yep. There's so many industries. There's, there's like tech and finance industries. There's like, tech health and there's just so many like literally micro industries of anything that you can imagine okay so stem and technology uh, are known to be quite male dominated did you find that at university sonia when you were studying your course that there were a significantly large proportion of males compared to females or did you find there was quite a balance <laughs> the thing is so from secondary school you know i went to a girls school and then my sixth form was quite small so even in my IT class, there was only four of us and I was the only girl. But mm. that kind of, I was very, I guess, oblivious to how bad it was until I got to uni. Like on my first day, I remember going to my first lecture. I opened the door and I was just in shock. <laughs> there was just a whole room full of guys. And there was literally, there was like 250 or 350, I think, guys and like 10 girls. And I was like, what did I get myself into? Did you find that quite intimidating? It was at first. And... I think adjusting to the kind of you know industry that is and the kind of actually like um, male-dominated field that it is, what took some time for me, especially because I'm naturally just a quiet person. Mm. So I had to literally change the way that I thought, change the way that I approach different things, especially in like group projects when guys literally either ignore you or think you don't know what you're talking about, or literally, yeah, exactly, like literally, like you're invisible. So you really have to advocate for yourself you have to speak up and really just almost not in the sense of take charge but you need to show ownership and show that you know what you're doing you deserve to be here so did you feel that you had to almost adapt to kind of be heard so that you could get your point across or did you feel that you could actually adapt quite naturally naturally I'm very I'm very much an adaptive person but it took a lot within myself as like a quiet person to really like be out there and and push for you know my thoughts or my thoughts on the matter or 
you know my opinion on the on the discussion at hand so mm. it took quite quite a lot and it is really really daunting especially like when you keep you are in such an industry and every day you show up and there's nobody that looks like yourself it quite it can be quite quite disheartening just like I know that as with anything that I can do I just need to keep pushing and bring as many people like me onto the same path so that's kind of where my motivation lies I mean it's, it sounds like you know even when you're talking about your role I'm like oh my god that sounds amazing like I could listen to you talking about it all day because you're so passionate <laughs> so you know going into a classroom where there's all these kind of males and you know minority females how did you then sort your mindset out if you like to kind of apply for jobs in an industry that you know you'd be competing about against some strong personalities and again you know male dominated environment how did you kind of make yourself stand out from the competition I think naturally when you are a minority in a room you stand out another thing that I've realized is that most of the times I will be like the only woman and the only black woman in the room but mm-hmm. at the same time that's what makes me so special because of the experiences that I've had because of the mindset that I have because of I bring a different view to the table and that's necessary because if you're in tech normally you're building products and you can't build products for the rest of the world if the team doesn't look like the rest of the world or the team doesn't have the same experiences as other people that you're designing like you're creating products for so I really found that unique voice within myself and kind of inspired my me to become so much more confident Mm. when I was applying for jobs and just even speaking on different matters because I know that my opinion matters and and what I bring is unique and what have you done to kind of overcome nerves and setbacks have you are there any practical things that you've done or kind of training that you've undertaken or mentoring or anything like that that you feel has helped you I think especially within university I was really grateful for the Zontos guys because they really helped me in, in that sense and pushed me and gave me a lot of confidence in myself um times where I didn't have that confidence in myself they really were there to kind of be supporting like you know you've got this and really pushed me so I was really grateful for that mentorship mm. and you know that's what even inspired me to join the team now so if I can do the same thing um for somebody else like it just it just brings a smile to my face but okay. I think also just putting yourself out there mm. is just very very important so making sure that you're not stuck within your comfort zone but you're literally putting yourself out in different situations and that's where growth happens so I was really grateful for like different opportunities where I can do that. Okay um, some secondary schools really put a push on girls to kind of help broaden their horizons around STEM type careers. Do you think that these sorts of opportunities particularly when individuals are still at school really do work in helping to provide more confidence to young females? I definitely think so I think if those opportunities Um, around when I was in school you know it wouldn't have taken me so long to find the confidence or the passion I have that I so yeah I think they really do uh, they really do help in terms of building confidence in terms of um, bringing awareness to the opportunities that are that are out there and especially if I was in secondary school now going back if I had known about this back then my path would have been completely different and would have just instilled so much passion in young children so in younger women so I'm just um I'm really happy that there are so many initiatives right now that are going back to secondary schools and and going back into that but I think that on one hand that is really great but there's still need to be so much more happening in terms of the industry and 
and the people that are part of the problems change their mindsets so that when these amazing women come down into the industry you know that there's retention and they feel comfortable and what university initiatives did you undertake Sonia that you would attribute to helping you get to where you are now um I think in uni there was quite a few opportunities so I was really happy about that and then firstly I'd volunteered with an organization called Coach Code First Girls and that kind of helped me to build confidence in myself because you're teaching women that don't know how to code how to get into code and you know some of these women are are now you know able to build so much from what they've learned in university so it was really 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 amazing to see to see them come so far and to see you know just how much passion that they have and it kind of you know just makes you happy and and to bring more people into tech as well just makes my day <laughs> there might we might have some listeners who might be really interested in pursuing a career or a role where they feel that they may be the minority either because of gender or ethnicity or or any any kind of other factor what advice would you give to someone who's who lacks not necessarily the confidence or the self-belief but is nervous about being the minority I guess I think don't let that hold you back and literally just take the leap um, because if you allow that to hold yourself back then fear will just keep you from doing amazing things that you're you know you're supposed to do so take the leap and be confident because your voice matters so much and what you have to offer is different from what the next person has to offer the next person. So just believe in yourself and everything will work out. So tell us a little bit um, about the business that you run with uh, Ola, Andre and Bernard, who we heard from earlier this week. What's that about? Yep. So Zuntos is an organization where we essentially are helping more people get into the tech pipeline and um, underrepresented groups, uh, people from underrepresented groups, sorry. But essentially, we have a community, we have different communities. So, if you're in university, we've got a community for you. If you're looking to transition into tech, there's a community for that. If you are um, already in tech, we have a really cool tech community, and they're always sharing links or events or just discussing different things that they might be facing. And we're just, um, we just started our job board as well. So we're going to be posting more jobs. If anybody's looking for tech roles, then we will be posting those and, and sharing it with our community. But essentially the key thing that I just want to emphasize about Zuntos is that it's a community and community is so important, especially in tech to find that community. Cause you know, when you're feeling low, when you don't know what to do, they really give come out and they, boost your confidence they help you they support you they guide you and it's just such a nice thing to have people to rely on brilliant and it sounds like a really really valuable resource so any of our listeners um i would encourage you to um seek that out and kind of sign up and kind of get involved so sonia we're almost um at the end of today's session but before we go what one bit of advice would you give to your younger self knowing everything that you know now about females in STEM? Um, I think the first thing I would say is start blogging. Right. <laughs> and start blogging from like secondary school. Imagine all the posts that you have of getting into tech, it would just be so cool. But other than that, um, don't doubt yourself. I spent a lot of my time doubting, you know, if I'm actually supposed to be here and allowing imposter syndrome to really consume me. 
but at the end of the day looking back if I didn't have that doubt I would have been you know so much further than what I where I am now so don't doubt yourself and you deserve to be there and don't let imposter syndrome think anything or don't let imposter syndrome change your thinking brilliant okay thank you so much for joining us on the student sessions today Sonia you've been brilliant and the advice that you've provided our listeners has been great I'm sure you've also inspired some of our listeners as well well thank you for having me if I can inspire one person I'll, I'll be really happy <laughs> <laughs> well I might now pursue a tech career you've made it so exciting. <laughs> the University of Hull has been changing the way people think for 90 years as England's 14th oldest university, the university has a proud heritage of academic excellence and a history of creating and inspiring life-changing research. Hull is the only official university partner of Team GB until 2025. As a student, whatever you're studying and whether you're sporty or not, there'll be opportunities to get involved in the Team GB partnership, including chances to volunteer at Team GB events to boost your CV. The university believes that there's extraordinary in everyone and together with Team GB, they will help you find it. The University of Hull is committed to providing students with top class facilities and an ideal environment in which to live and learn, which is why they are undergoing a £300 million project to dramatically improve buildings and facilities. Um, to our listeners, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and if you want to catch up on any of our previous episodes, then do subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for listening to the Student Sessions brought to you by Greyhair Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Never miss an episode by subscribing. And if you like what you've heard today, why not leave a review and please tell your friends. We'll see you at the next session. Thank you.